Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome into the Glenn Beck program, and yes, it is the day after Thanksgiving. It is Black Friday. In fact, they've got a new nickname for this day that I wasn't even aware of, and we'll fill you in on that. It has to do with, well, it has to do with something that everyone may be experiencing record numbers today. It's Justin Barkley live from Michigan today. If Three full hours out of Detroit and West Michigan. Detroit, it's Detroit's News Talk Superstation, 9, 10 a.m. And in here in Michigan, West Michigan, Grand Rapids, it's News Radio Wood 1300, 106.9 FM. So we've got lots of ground to cover. Today, Riley Gaines joins us. You know, they've got another record breaker. Another one of these record breakers. That uh, he's swimming in sports for men just, just I don't know, just days prior switches over to the women's category. And there he is. Or she is. What now? Megan. Megan. Breaking records. Riley Gaines <laughs> out there uh, trying to explain it all. And she'll join us coming up uh, on the program uh, about a half an hour from now. Uh, but also, we're going to hear from Julie Kelly, who, if, if you don't know who Julie is, she's at the forefront of all of the reporting that's happening right now. It is, it's been arduous, but she's been in courtrooms. She's been watching the judges. She's been reporting on all things January 6th, and even some of the cases that uh, President Trump is having to deal with right now. She's going to join us with uh, a little bit of an update later on in the program. The latest, you know, we heard that these... Videos were going to be the, re- the latest batch coming. Some of the new stuff coming out, and then some of the things that we've we've already seen. But she's going to walk us through it all, and what we can maybe expect coming in the uh, days ahead is Mega Mike Johnson. <laughs> At least I think that's what they're calling Democrats now. Calling Mega Mega Mike Johnson. He's released the uh, some of the the latest tapes, and the story that that this stuff paints. The picture that it paints, it, it really is fascinating because it's, it's turning some heads. And I think some of us are starting to get a better read on what's going on. Uh, but first, let's start here. The Rainbow Bridge. Did you see this just uh, day before Thanksgiving? And probably a, a day before patents, too, were, were, were wrapping things up. I mean, that day, wrapping things up. And this story breaks just uh, later on in the afternoon. A car explodes. The Rainbow Bridge, this is a bridge that goes, I guess, over into from America into Canada at Niagara Falls. It is um, it, it is an interesting area, one like very similar to where I am right now. We have a Detroit Windsor crossing. We have a bridge and there's a tunnel. It goes under and over the Detroit River and then into Canada. And I've been through and, and in that crossing. I've done the bridge and I've done the tunnel. And they're building a new bridge right now. 
But there's so much traffic that comes through. Do you know that it, it is like when you're going into Canada specifically, it is like, I mean, they are going to inspect you with a fine tooth comb. They are going to poke you. They are going to prod you. They're going to ask you about things that you may have posted online 10, 20 years ago. I don't know. I mean, they dig deep into your past. So it's 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 wild what happens to get over into Canada. Coming to the United States, I don't know if it's as tight. We know that we've got issues with our southern border. We, well, That's obvious. we got millions of people coming across every single day. There's more and more coming, pouring across every day. Wide open. We had a Biden administration out there lifting up razor wire, cutting it first, right? And then they were told by court, you can't do that, that the governor in Texas is laid out. If then you've got the Biden administration. Oh, so we can't cut it. Okay, well, we'll just lift it up with a bulldozer. Yeah, that's great. So border's wide open. And meanwhile, they've got a terrorist alert. I don't know if you saw this, but governor of uh, New York fully aware of it. CBS, I think, had the first uh, full report on it. Catherine Harrods, who came out and said, yep, you know, they are looking at a terrorist report, at least threats that something may take place here over the holiday weekend. Pained a security alert suggesting an increasing terrorist threat to New York State. The New York State Intelligence Bulletin points to Israeli operations against Hamas, and specifically that the increase in civilian casualties raises the likelihood that violent extremist threat actors will seek to conduct attacks against targets in the West, with New York State being a focus. So that was out there, and as that was out there, and very rightly so, people rather concerned. So when you have this explosion that takes place at the border, you can understand. People are saying, well, that's what it looks like. It was a terrorist attack, a car filled with explosives. But I'm here to tell you what actually took place was was much stranger. Or at least what we're being told right now that took place much stranger than, uh, than what we were initially thinking with the terrorist attack. Here's some of the reporting. A $300,000 car, a wife and husband off to a kiss in concert, ended up at a casino instead, and then in flames. Well, investigators have been going backwards through the day of the person they believe to be the driver of that car. And what they see is a 56-year-old man from the area. He lives in a very upscale um, island and uh, that's not far away who had intended to go to the KISS concert, which was canceled, huh? then changed his plans <laughs> um, to a casino where he spent some time, and then leaves the casino and then drives at a high rate of speed along this road in Niagara Falls, hits the divider, goes airborne, as the governor said, and lands in an explosion. Uh, authorities believe he was in the car with his wife. This was a Bentley two-door Excelsior uh, X. Uh, this is a car that uh, goes for about $300,000 new. Um, so it does not, as Matt Miragula from the FBI indicated, the special agent in charge in Buffalo, uh, who runs the Joint Terrorism Task Force up there, does not have any of the earmarks of terrorism. It looks much more, as they have been able to go backwards through it, like a terrible accident. The question is how and why um and they're still looking at that somebody somebody uh, on my my morning show to detroit today actually sent me a a message what about all these black boxes these smart cars have now 
can they dig in and get some information? Now, you know, they're always creeping on us, and they're trying to get that, uh, you know, privacy issues and things like that. Is there any, any way that they can dig into the black box and find out what happened? Because the thing was going at a high rate of speed. I saw the, 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 I guess one of the guys that witnessed this, a resident there, come out. And he was interviewed. He said, no, no, nothing, nothing like they said actually happened. This car, and here's another piece that I find kind of interesting, was actually circling around the area multiple times he said that looked a little suspicious to him then he saw it rev up high rate of speed it must have hit some sort of incline or some sort of concrete embankment or something and that's when it goes airborne finally impacts on another looked like concrete or steel beam something in the inside that that uh, pulse before you get to the actual bridge and border patrol will oversee and that's where the explosion happened. So I'm just telling you the thing that came out, and I don't know terrorism or what, I don't really know that we'll ever know the real truth about what actually happened here. But terrorism, uh, it looks like it probably wasn't. What, what happened? I don't, I guess it's hard to make sense of it. I think maybe what did happen is, is far more strange than what we'll ever know. Who knows whether drugs or alcohol or something like that involved? I don't know. But it is uh, just part of the stories, and I know since we've probably had a chance to uh, to talk, that's the latest in the up now. It's happening right now as we speak. Today, the first group of Hamas hostages is set to be released. That's as we speak right now, the first group. I haven't seen any uh, actual reports that they have been yet released. There's a group of these, maybe 50 or so, and then there's a, like a, an exchange of prisoners that that are being held that are going to be released as well. I think there's about 150. And this is during the four-day, the first of which, during the four-day ceasefire that seems like it's sticking so far. Praying for those people. One of the saddest stories out of all of them is the three-year-old girl who is an orphan now. Her mother and father both killed in those attacks on October 7th. And she, you know, I've got a daughter her age. She is yet to be released. And I can't imagine what she's going through. I can't imagine what that's got to be like for her surviving family. It is uh, it is unthinkable. We're praying for those people, and we'll continue to cover that story and more today. But we are uh, we're just getting started. So it's Barkley and for Beck today. You want to join us on the program at any kind? You can at triple eight. Uh, uh, hold on, I just forgot the number. I'll give it to you in a second. We come back. I get that. I promise. I'm just kind of getting my footing here, and we'll get things rolling. Riley Gaines coming out. We're also going to talk to Julie Kelly today. Lots loaded up in for back back after this. What are you looking for when you walk down the meat aisle at the grocery store? You're looking for some kind of real good meat that you can feed your family, right? You want something raised in America, and you're looking for something close to expiring because that's the only way you can get a good price? If you are in this situation, what you put on your table matters, and that's why you should get your meat from good ranchers because you're going to cover all of those things. 85% of the grass-fed beef is imported from overseas, but not with good ranchers. They source all of their high-quality beef and chicken from local farms and ranches, and from every box ordered, Good Ranchers donates 10 meals to Americans in need. That's over a million meals so far. So do good while you eat good. Don't settle for less than the best meats, and don't settle for meat that's been raised overseas. Go to GoodRanchers.com and use my promo code BECK for $25 
$25 off any box. Do some serious good for yourself, your family, and others by having American meat delivered to your door. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK for $25 off at GoodRanchers.com. Welcome back. It's Barkley and for Beck today on the Glenn Beck program on a interesting, this is going to be a Black Friday to remember. You know, that the one of the things that I find most fascinating about where we are right now, particularly in the uh, weird economic times that we're facing, is that there is more of a... There's more of a strain, there's more of an economic strain, I think, <clears throat> than we've ever felt before. And it is, uh, you know, it's it's from everything. But <laughs> there's, there's, uh, there's plenty of Biden campaign out there sending out talking points for Thanksgiving. I don't know how your Thanksgiving went. <laughs> Was there any, did you talk any politics over the turkey? Uh, I am, uh, and I'm, I'm actually grateful that uh, it didn't, it, nothing escalated, nothing got any, any weirder than it really normally does. Uh, it's family. So it's, uh, there's always going to be some weirdness to it. Right. You know, but no, nothing got too weird. I will say that I thought it was fascinating. Biden administration, the campaign, they put out these talking points. Here's how you deal with. Anything from well, the economy isn't as as good as it was under Trump. To what about the polls? And I overheard some interesting conversation. I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna save that for later. And along with the talking point, I'll just tell you something that I don't think anybody can deny. Although they're trying, particularly the Biden campaign folks, they're trying. It's not as bad. It be it would be worse if it were trump so just imagine that that's kind of where they're at but it's no denying things are really tough for a lot of people this is a woman who's gone viral over a million views the first time i saw it over on tiktok she'd gone viral talking about how bad things are the average american and she says you know they're just not making it i don't i don't know why i'm making this video but like i feel like my husband and I are doing everything right. We both have good jobs. I'm a nurse. I'm a registered nurse. I work full-time. He works full-time. We just got paid this past Friday, right? We paid the mortgage. Bought some groceries. Put some gas in the car. And guys, it is Tuesday. And we have like two or three hundred dollars to last us until next Friday. Like, we don't live in a big house. We we live in a little. Just it's it's nice. It's modest, but it's nice. Little ranch. It's eleven hundred square feet. Three bedrooms, one bath. Us and our two kids. And like, <laughs> I don't I don't know what to do. Like, I'm in school full-time. <laughs> I work full-time. <laughs> he works more than full-time. He works overtime every week. <laughs> I don't know what to do. 
it, 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 the comment section of this was just, as you can imagine, everybody blaming her, judging her, but also saying, you know, yeah, everything's bad. And then some people say, wait a minute, you have 300 bucks left over. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're rich. You're rich. <sighs> it is. Uh, it's or like I said, it's going to be interesting at Black Friday. So here's what we have. We have people feeling the pain because they barely have any money. And they've dipped into savings. And I mean, 25% still have debt from last year's Christmas shopping, holiday shopping. And then you have uh, the companies who know the retail's not really going in a good direction. No matter how much Biden administration tries to tell us. Oh, no, no, things are great. Things are great. Don't worry about it. It's great. Keep going out there and spending. Dip into your savings. Rack up debt. Get those credit cards as high as you can with all the, the interest rates on them right now. Holy cow. But this is what the average person, I think they're doing that just to just to, just to hit the normal groceries, the normal bills. And that's what she means. She goes through. She's an RN. She goes through what her husband does, the whole I'm thing. I'm so stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't how it's supposed to be. You know, growing up, we were told, you know, go to college, get a degree, work to support your family. Here we are. Did that. Now what? <laughs> now what? Mm. <laughs> Gotta feel that pain. <laughs> I'm not into politics. I... I don't follow it. Frankly, that stresses me out, too. But, like... That might be the problem. I'm not into politics. I don't follow it. That stresses me out, too. I think that might be the problem. Here's another problem. I don't know. Somebody. Somebody has to do something to change this because... Like, I make good money. He makes good money. We don't live above our means. I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to get into the math of what they're doing, although it does seem like they're making at or above six figures. And I mean, depending on where they are, they're in Pennsylvania somewhere, but where they are and where that's, well, they used to be decent money, but maybe the math has changed. And maybe the reality of why it's changed is Biden inflation. Inflation is theft. It steals from every single one of us. I saw a guy do the math. He said it used to be $70,000 was all you needed. The average, now you need to make 120000 so people are being robbed right and left. What does that look like on a Black Friday? Will tensions be high, violence and things like that as people are rushing into the stores to try and grab something? They have some semblance of normality in this crazy world. It's like drinking from a fire hose. We keep you up to date with all of it. Riley Gaines joins us coming up next. It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. 
Black Friday is coming, and the deal you won't want to miss is Blinds.com's biggest event of the year. Get up to 50% off site-wide, plus Black Friday doorbusters, only at Blinds.com. For 25 years, Blinds.com has provided a better way to buy premium custom window treatments. They're 100% online, so there's no showroom markups or waiting around hours just to get a quote from a pushy salesperson. No matter how many window treatments you choose, installation is just one low cost. Plus, everything is backed by Blinds.com's 100% satisfaction guarantee. Not happy with the final product? They make it right. Give your home a fresh look for the holidays. Do what Tanya and I do. Skip the horrible Black Friday lines and traffic with Blinds.com. Shop Blinds.com's Black Friday sale happening now. Get up to 50% off site-wide plus doorbusters, their biggest sales event of the year. Remember, save up to 50% right now at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the Glenn Beck Program. Barkley in for Beck today. It's 888-727-BECK, B-E-C-K. 888-727-BECK if you want to join the program at any time. Love to have you. And, of course, this story is another one of these world records that's been smashed. It's amazing. It's amazing. Swimming as a man just days prior and now swimming... As a woman, New Jersey Liberal Arts College, Megan Cortez Fields, a student there, smashes women's 100-yard butterfly record after competing in the men's team for three years. So I guess what this is, is if you're just not making it, if you're just not cutting it, you can have massive success if you just make the switch. Uh, and that's about all you have to do, really. I mean, you don't have to probably do much to qualify. Riley Gaines has been very outspoken about this. Uh, Slam for UK, and of course, uh, now is is really the one out there ringing a bell about the fairness in these sports, and particularly protecting uh, young women. Riley, we appreciate you joining us. I got a, you know two daughters of my own. This is very important. I watch this, and I think, what in the world are they facing? Uh, but you've stared it down the, the barrel and, and come out better, I think, on the other side. What about this latest story? This just uh, another in the in the saga. Appreciate you being here with us. Well, I appreciate you, Justin, and, and you're exactly right. Uh, this is just another story. Another story of the exact same scenario, right? Uh, we've seen this time and time and time again. Make no mistake, this is a mediocre male athlete. Um, who is just that mediocre average at best to then switching to the women's team and becoming a record smasher. Like you said, uh, we saw this of course, in regards to Leah Thomas, we saw this now at new at this college in New Jersey. We saw this at a college in, at Roanoke college. Uh, it's continuing to happen and notice, of course, it's only going one way. Uh, we only see men infiltrating into women's sports and not the other way around. And of course, ask yourself why. And I think every common sense, person knows exactly why and it's because males are advantageous when it comes to something that requires sheer strength or athleticism and it's not sexist or bigoted to say that you know it seems like common sense but now we can't even agree apparently on uh, these days on what a woman is 
So it's this uh, crazy conversation that's taking place where people are, I think, rationally standing up and saying, no, 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 I'm not going to. And you're you're one of them. So, you know, you, you ought to be applauded for that. But I'm not going to waver here. Um, and yet we see more and more of this. And I don't know the details of this particular swimmer. Uh, whether there was like a full transformation that went through, you know, physically, you can't change down to the genetics. There are things that you just can't change. You could cut and tuck and nip and slice and dice all you want. But uh, the, 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 uh, the truth is down to the genetic level, you, you can't make those changes. There are advantages, and uh, you point that out. This is... But this isn't the only sport. Swimming seems like we see this more and more, but there are other sports, including like fighting. I've seen some of these cases where some of these fighters uh, decide they're going to get that's that's just crazy abuse to me. Of course. And when you when you have sports like fighting or, for example, like field hockey, which we saw recently, you have to add in the safety element to it because, you know, in in regard to swimming, uh, of course, the argument is about fair competition and women losing out on opportunities and our, our, our privacy aspect in the locker room. But we didn't necessarily have to worry about our physical safety because there's no collision or, or throwing something at one another in swimming. But in field hockey, recently in Massachusetts, uh, a male player playing on the women's team, of course, posing as a woman, hit a woman in the face. And I just talked with her team and her teammates. She lost her teeth, uh, several of her teeth, and had to undergo facial reconstruction surgery <laughs> Oh to reconstruct gosh. her jaw. Same thing with Peyton McNabb, a volleyball player in high school in North Carolina who was hit in the face by a male, again, uh, playing yeah. on the women's team. Uh, still to this day, this has been a year and three months since, still to this day from that, from that hit. Uh, she's now not playing college sports like she was supposed to. Uh, her vision is impaired. She's still partially paralyzed on her right side of her body. She has to have special accommodations for testing at school, um, all because of the brain injury she had from the male. And, and look, that's not to say that women playing against women, there's no injuries uh, or injuries never happen because of course they do. But in those cases and many more, those injuries should have never happened. You know, I'm Riley Gaines joins us right now to talk about this latest story and, and so many others in this whole situation. But, you know, I just you you're looking at these things, and uh, every one of these stories has something that I think that's very similar in common, which is the solution. Um, we just played this this clip with this woman who is is going on about how bad the economy is and how much pain she and her family are feeling and how far things have come for them and they're making good money but they're finding it harder and harder every day to survive and I understand that I get I get that a lot of people are going through that right now and they think they're doing the right things but she says a couple of things number one she says you know I'm not political I don't like to really get political it stresses me out she says and then following that up, she says, somebody's got to do something. Something is, it's so bad right now, but somebody has got to do something. And I think to myself, I mean, she's nailed it. She doesn't realize it in both of those statements, right? Like, I'm not 
political. Well, that's how we got into this place. <laughs> of course. There are a lot of people that are sitting on the sidelines right now to use a sports phrase, but they're sitting on the sidelines watching all of this go down. The world's burning, and they don't want to get political because, you know, it stresses them out. But the alternative is this dumpster fire that we're watching right now. And then the second piece of it is somebody ought to do something. Well, that's right. That somebody is you. You've got to take a stand, and <laughs> well, I know you've chosen you. to do that. Yeah. Let me tell you, when I was in the position that I was in, again, that national championships where we faced Leah Thomas, a male, same story, 462nd against the men to then dominating the women, I thought the exact same thing. Uh, I thought surely, really, I thought surely someone who is supposed to be protecting us, like our coaches or our parents or, or people with political power or people within the NCAA, I thought surely someone who's supposed to be protecting us would protect us mm. <laughs> i mean what a naive thought i guess and i remember the moment distinctly when i decided it had to be me um because i'm standing on the podium and look i was smiling i was cheering although i knew what was happening was wrong uh, me specifically i was denied the trophy because they told me that leah thomas had to hold it uh, again formerly will thomas keep up if you can <laughs> had to hold the trophy because it was crucial when photos were being taken although we tied and I remember we were cheering, we were applauding, we knew it was wrong, we knew the unfair competition, the locker room, the silencing that we were facing from our universities was, was wrong, yet we were applauding, and it hit me on that podium, holding this trophy, I know I have to give back, sharing my spot with the man, how in the world could we expect someone else to save us if we weren't even willing to save ourselves? Mm. Um, this has to come from us as women, I think female athletes, and, and I didn't think this for the longest time, uh, but I think female athletes need to boycott these events uh, where males are participating send the message that we're not we're, we've had enough we're rolling up our sleeves and we're saying no that being said i do think parents need to step in we need coaches willing to defend their female athletes you know we asked the question of where are the feminists <laughs> where are the feminists what about mm. the question of where are the men uh there's we need strong men there's a lot of fingers to be pointed here in this battle this burden really uh shouldn't fall entirely on the shoulders of young girls and women like myself like it has no, I know dads are a big part of it. Moms are a big part of it. Parents got to take, coaches got to take some action. But you're right. All of this stops. And you know that before when I talked to you about this, but like all of this stops when we just refuse to participate, just refuse to participate in the insanity. But uh, that, that, that hasn't happened. We haven't quite hit that moment yet. The truth is, whether it's this crazy situation, we're talking about, you know, men competing in, in the in women's sports, boys competing against girls, whatever it might be, or it's things that we're dealing with in our own backyard and the takeover that's happening at, at every step of the direction that we look across the country with China trying to come in. Matter of fact, we'll have conversation about that a little later on this morning in the program. But also uh, the other issues that we're facing, the border wide open, all of these things, it, they, they start with us getting more engaged and what it is that we're facing on a daily basis, finding the strength to take action, however that comes, uh, and and moving moving forward with that. You you said something the other day on Twitter and I, or X now, and I I think this is perfect. Courage is contagious. So is hopelessness. And if we stick our heads in the sand, boy, we really we're going to feel that way. And that's sometimes what I think what they intend on us feeling. But the opposite is true, too, and that's the inspiring part. I think that's the part they don't want to catch fire, is that courage is contagious. And I thank you Absolutely. for yours. 
Absolutely. Well, I, um, I, I, I truly believe that. Uh, I think we know courage is contagious. Um, but like I said, so is hopelessness. Um, and so it's our job. It's our duty. I think as human beings, I think as parents, I think as, as women, as Christians, I think it's our duty, um, to have hope, to stand firm, to be bold, to be empowering and to say the truth. That's all this. That's what this all boils down to is merely saying the emperor wears no clothes. Um, and I don't think it's hard to do. So I think it's something we should all be doing. Riley Gaines, what are you up to now? Obviously speaking out, standing strong. And, uh, I think you got a podcast too. I do. Um, I have a podcast through Outkick. It is the Gaines for Girls podcast where, um, interviewing, you know, different policy experts. And of course, people who have been affected by this gender ideology movement, uh, world renowned scientists regarding the topic. So, so really cool stuff going on there. I'm going to continue speaking at college campuses in the spring semester, which I think is really important to engage the younger generation uh, who certainly needs to be engaged and who I believe is, is desperate for the truth, to hear the truth. Um, so lots of really awesome things. Uh, another congressional hearing coming up in a few weeks, testifying in um, Ohio on behalf of their women's sports bill this week. So, so lots of impact to be made in the near future, which is exciting. Uh, I'm following you on X, but where's the best place people can keep up with you? Uh, X is perfect. Uh, my username is Riley underscore Gaines underscore many underscores because my account before Elon Musk era was banned many times. <laughs> um, uh, X is, is a wonderful platform, and I am thankful for the ability to speak freely there where that's not the case on a lot of platforms. We'll, uh, we'll continue to keep people updated, and thank you for your courage as well. Riley Gaines, thanks for being here with us today. Appreciate you. Thank you, Justin. You got it. Uh, in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program, we continue the conversation. You can join us to at 888-727-BECK. That's 888-727-BECK. There's a mystery illness. Overwhelming hospitals in China. Plus, we get the update on hostages. Look like some of the releases uh, is underway right now but i know what you're thinking here we go again china as a mystery illness but i there's some facts there's some truth behind some of this that actually gives me a little bit of uh, hope a little bit of encouragement that uh, i hopefully will get out mark this date that you hear the truth because you know it's an election year so things things can get they can get a little weird in the coming days we'll get to all of that and more coming up next on the glenn Beck program barkley and for Beck today glenn Beck. My pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why My Pillow now has My Towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now My Pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherpa cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towels six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. 
Up on uh, X, at Mr. Justin Barkley. In fact, I'm all over those uh, platforms the same, at Mr. Justin Barkley. Barkley and for Beck this morning, and the updates we have that hostage release is underway, according to reports that are coming in right now. It looks like about 14 imminent children being uh, released uh, as that uh, ceasefire is underway, too, and so forth. Sticking for the next several days, praying for those folks. I've got a... um, I've got a story that's sending chills down the spines of a lot of folks. I think mine included because, you know, you're thinking to yourself, you're seeing this. Oh, boy, here we go again. It's a story of a virus out of China. Oh, oh, this is not good. It is a mystery pneumonia leaving China overwhelmed, they say, with sick children. But I've got to slow it down. I've got to give you a little bit of a just a pause for caution. Some of the things that we're hearing about this story, overwhelmed hospitals, kids, and the worst off in all of this, uh, we're getting some clarification on. It turns out China just lifted their restrictions. So I get it. We're going into a, a, a nothing, nothing's off the table, but we're going into a, an election year. Anything's possible. Uh, so there are people that are a little freaked out about it. I understand your concern on this, but we're finding out the same thing is happening in China that happened in America. When they finally are coming off of those restrictions, imagine that. The masks and the protocols and all the other things they did in order to keep people safer, quote unquote, right? That's It, it ends up hurting people. We know this. Now more than ever, we continue to hit the updates and the data, the school closings, hurt kids more than they could have ever imagined in so many different ways. And mental health, uh, particularly. But also the fact that the kids weren't around each other. So your immune system kind of drags when it's not competing, when it's not out there fighting and fighting off bugs. So now they've taken the masks off and they're out circulating again and they're being overwhelmed. And one of those things is the RSV, which is... We saw all of that here in America. So just bring you down a little bit of... Maybe a little bit of hope, some good news, but we will touch on China because... They are a force we ought to be concerned with coming up uh, in the next hour. You're going to hear more about that. And what people are doing all across the country and little towns to fight back, to stand up. Maybe a blueprint for you to join the fight coming up in just moments. Sparkly in for Beck today. 888-727-BECK, the number if you want to join in as well. Back after this on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.